What's good, everyone, and happy Halloween. This is Lions Den, and welcome to Roar on Your Podcast. Today's podcast, we're black people, we're in a state of emergency, okay? We're in a state of emergency. We're on high alert. After the last few days, there's been police-involved shootings of whether they're armed or unarmed black people in this country. So, ladies and gentlemen, um... I will explain to you what's going on within the last few days. And ladies, and, and so this isn't good. This is really isn't good, y'all. So what I'm going to do right now, we're going to take a commercial break. And when I come back, we're going to explain all the names already that was involved, involved with, you know, whether they're police involved shootings or um, they were killed by the hands of the police. Because to me, this is an election year and they're doing this right now to distract of the Donald Trump thing. So what we're going to do right now, we're going to take a commercial break. And when I come back, we're going to talk about it. So sit back, relax, get your popcorn ready and your soda ready because Lions Den will return. Okay, everyone, we're back and welcome back to Rolling Your Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure, make sure you subscribe to this podcast right here on Anchor, Spotify, Apple iTunes, Google Play, and other podcast devices. You can follow me on Twitter at The Real Lions Den. You can follow me on my Instagram at www.instagram.com forward slash the underscore real underscore lions underscore den number two. You can also follow me on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash The Real Lions Den. And you can add me on my Snapchat at Lions Den 39. Or, and you can subscribe to my Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash um, Lions Den ADOS. And you can subscribe to my YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com, go to search box, and make sure you type in um, Lions Den hashtag ADOS. And when you go, go, go to my page, make sure you subscribe my channel. I want you guys to subscribe to my YouTube channel um, because YouTube is acting shady um, with my, you know, my subscriber count. So please, ladies and gentlemen, subscribe to my channel. Uh, you can, you won't miss it. It's Lions Den hashtag ADOS. And if you want, um, and if you want to um, donate me personally, you can go ahead and donate me. Um, there's two ways you can do it. You can um, cash at me at dollar sign Lions Den 49. Or you can PayPal me at www.paypal.me forward slash Lionsden49. Thank you. Thank you for your love and support of this podcast and my YouTube channel. Without you, I wouldn't have it. So, shouts out to you guys. Now, with that being said, um, this podcast is going to be very deep, y'all. Because in the last few days... There's been police-involved shootings or police-involved incidents of whether a person's armed or unarmed black men, women, and children in this country. So it's all started out in Illinois, right? It started out in Illinois um, with the situation with Mark Marcellus Stinnett. Now, for those of you that don't know, um, it ha- and basically, I want you guys to check this out. This incident happened in Waukegan, Illinois. So, you know, Marcellus Stinnett, 
and his girlfriend, and I'm just going, I'm just going to be honest with you. They were in the car, right? They were in the car in Jordy's, in each other's company, along with their child. They have a baby in the back seat. So, police. I mean, this is this is according to USA Today. So what? Um, so Marcellus Denet and his girlfriend, and I did, and I also did a did a video on that. If you want to check out my YouTube channel on Lions Den hashtag ADOS, um, Marcellus Denet and his girlfriend minded their own business. So his girlfriend was in the driver's seat. So basically, um, they asked Marcellus Denet, and I think they just harassing them. Matter of fact, they're, they're not thinking. I know they're harassing them. So they mind their own business, you know, and then one, one, I mean, one thing led to another. I'm going to keep it short and sweet because this isn't, this isn't just about Marcus Dinesh's other incidents, too. But to make it short and sweet, y'all, Marcellus Dinesh got shot by, you know, Waikiki police, killing him and injured his girlfriend. Luckily, his girlfriend was in the hospital, been treated in the hospital um, but you know, she is well enough to talk about the story. And I, and I did a video again and you can check it out on my, um, YouTube channel, which is lies in hashtag ADOS. Um, you can check out her video. It's very deep. She, she explained to them, which is, I mean, what happened. So, and there's this other incident and then there's another incident in Philadelphia, right? A Walter Wallace Jr. Now, Walter Wallace Jr., you know, there's witnesses say that he had a knife, okay? He, they say that he had a knife in his hand, but the family of Walter Wallace Jr. tried to talk him down. He tried, he, he tried to say, well, you know, we, we basically want to talk this man down because he, he, he suffered from mental, he has mental problems, right? And so the families in this story, and check this out, y'all, the, fam, the, story, the family in this story, said that they didn't really didn't call the police. They called an ambulance or a medical assistance trying to, you know, try to t- um, try to force or talk to Walter Wallace Jr., try to calm him down. And, and that's the only thing they can handle the situation come to a person that has uh, mental issues. So, 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 the, um, so the police came through the house three times, which the family didn't want. So, the, and one of the officers was laughing, but they knew that Walter Wallace Jr. had a mental breakdown. So when the cops came, the, the mother tried to shield her son away from the cops. So, you know, he tried to go along with the knife. And there's, there's reports, some say they didn't see the knife in his hand. But witnesses say that they did. So once, the, once they walked around, that's when, I mean, the police told Walter Wallace Jr. drop the knife, drop the knife. And then... When they when he didn't listen, they shot and killed him. Now a lot of people are gonna say, well, he did have a knife in his hand, but did he charge the officers with that knife? Did he literally charge with the knife? No, he didn't. He just had a knife in his hand. So that incident, we have then we have another incident. This time, in, and remember, before I start with the, start with another incident in the Walter Wallace case. After that, has been unrest. There've been riots broken out in Philadelphia because of that incident. Because they could have, because de- of because of how the protesters feel that they could de-escalate the situation, right? Which they should have, but they didn't. And other, you see a lot of other white suspects with knives in their hands, and some didn't, do, some didn't do anything. 
Some basically just try to talk them down and arrest them peacefully. But when it comes to black people with weapons, oh, bam, 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 bam. They're dead. Unbelievable. So there's another incident. This time in Washington, D.C., this, this guy named Karan Hilton, right? He was, he was riding a moped on, on, on the sidewalk. So police right now are following him. So the thing is, it was, it was a chase. Little did they know he was in an alley. So he was hit um, by another vehicle after he's been chased by D.C. police. And then there's been disturbance there. And they and so they said that I mean he basically he was chasing he was running for police riding a bolt pad in this on a sidewalk so that's and then there's been disturbance there's been riots there right but now we have another incident this time in Vancouver Washington a 21 year old Kevin Peterson was shot and killed by Vancouver police okay I'm and so. In the police version, I'm going to read this real quick. Give me one second. Um, so he, the police says that he had he had a gun. The gun has been recovered. And my question is, is that what I mean, he said that the police said that they like, that, um, that Kevin Peterson Jr. was brandishing a gun on them. But had but the Kevin Peterson pointed a gun has he fired at, fired a gun at, at police? Was there gunpowder on his clothes? Where's there where's there shell casings around around the scene of that incident? That's what I was saying on the video. But anyway, you know, in a, in a, here's my point, y'all. My point is that in the last few days, there's been police-involved shootings. Whether it's Marcellus Dinette, Walter Wallace Jr. Only shooting, only on Karan Hills, he didn't get shot, however. He just got, got hit by another vehicle. But they've still been involved with police. Even though he didn't get shot, he was just got hit by another vehicle riding a moped on a sidewalk. And now Kevin Peterson Jr. Ladies and gentlemen, when is enough enough? I mean, we've already been dealing with uh, Ahmed Aubrey. We already been dealing with with um, Breonna Taylor and George Floyd. Now you uh, now you had a multiple another incident in, within the last few days, and this is a few days before the election on Tuesday. You got so many. Um, Marcellus Dinette was unarmed. Okay, he was 19 years old. You know, uh, Walter Wallace Jr was 27 years old when he was killed. Um, and so, uh, Karan Hilton, you know, he was 20. Karan Hilton was 20 years old when he was killed in an accident when he was chased by D.C. police. And Kevin Peterson was 21. All four incidents, they were still young, y'all. You know... To me, it shows you how police officers can shoot a person and move and keep it moving. It, back in the day, it was shoot a person and ask questions later. They, they, don't even, they don't even do that anymore. 
they all what they do is they shoot a person and keep it moving. They don't care. Now, and I'm just gonna bring up a question now with white suspects, and I'm gonna tell you like this with white suspects, I seen videos after videos after videos with white suspects. I saw one video, y'all, when I think three white per three white guys came out of their vans. Um, attacking a police cruiser using using um, some poles or some, some object to attack police cruisers and it was two police officers in that cruiser and none of them I repeat none of them didn't do a damn thing they didn't get out of his car they didn't, they, they didn't shoot at these guys you know and there's another incident that an officer on, 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 I believe it was in Oklahoma was basically fought I mean, the, the guy fought the police officer and he told the guy to get out the car, get out the car. And they tried so hard not to try to restrain themselves, not to use deadly force. So the, so the white suspect at that case, that's in Oklahoma, I believe they, they, they shot two officers. Okay. One of them was killed and the guy ran away, drive away. And nothing's been done with that. So you see, y'all, you see all these incidents of white suspects and, and, and so and some of our routine traffic stops and all of these victims, right? Marcellus Dinette, Walter Wallace Jr., Karan Hilton, and now Kevin Peterson Jr. And so, and then we're talking about the NSARS movement. I've been talking about that on my podcast in Nigeria, how the SARS police force did things to them. And again, the difference between the situation in Nigeria and the situation here in America is that they killing us with white police officers. In Nigeria, the police officers there are killing their own people. So it's a a difference, but still police brutality at the end of the day. And I'm telling you, y'all, I mean, ever since, I mean, and people doesn't care. You got, got, and see, police just, I mean, with the Walter Wallace Jr. case, y'all, you know, they, the media lied saying that one of their family members, one of Walter Wallace Jr.'s family members called the police. That was a damn lie. One of the family members called the ambulance and medical assistance to handle, you know, Walter Wallace Jr. mental state. They didn't call the police, but they want you guys to think that they did. So, and then again, the officers in that case came at their house three times, not one not two, but three times. And they didn't even call the police for, for that. They just showed up. So, you know, it, it's, it, it, it's sad, y'all. It's sad about all, the, all these incidents. It happened in the last few days. Days before the election. The Marcellus Danette situation. And with the Marcellus Danette situation, there was, her, him and his girlfriend was inside a car. The girlfriend was driving. They didn't do anything wrong. You know, the officer called Marcellus, the next girlfriend, Marcellus's baby's mother. They said that we're going to arrest you. We have no, I'm talking about Marcellus, the We have a warrant. There's no warrant. They ain't show no warrant to him. And then they were scared. And see, incidents after incidents, y'all. That black people, I mean, I saw another video 
And I give a shout out to Seji Hito on this one on YouTube. Check out Seji Hito's page. He was really good, by the way. So it was a TikTok video showing, you know, I don't know. I believe, I think it was in Maryland. Showing an interracial couple, right? And police stopping a black man. Now, remember... And, and this is why I don't get why police officers always go into a passenger side. It happened in my incident as well. I'm, I'm going to get to my situation later. But, you know, an interracial couple, right? A police officer forced this guy to get out the car. And he grabbed this young man and he didn't do anything wrong. But yet he kissed his white girlfriend. And a lot of people going to say, well, 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 we ain't going to help. Him. We ain't going to deal with that. But with that being said, it, it, I mean, in, in some instances, well, if it was a black girl, I mean, it wouldn't happen like that. Not true, y'all. It did happen like that. The Marcel Stinnett is a perfect example. The, the driver was, uh, the driver, his girlfriend was, was indeed black. They have kids together. So they can't make excuses with that. See, the problem is, y'all, is that you see in so many Incidents across this country and elections is coming up and we're being targeted. We we're being we're, we're literally being targeted for something and some and then some of them where they have a police record and some didn't have a police record. They didn't been in trouble with the law before. Same with my incident. I, I mean, I've been talking about my incident in Tennessee. You know, my wife was the driver. I was a passenger side. And the Tennessee State Trooper in, in my situation and stopped us because he claimed that we're swirling around from lane to lane. Rob, my wife didn't do that, but we got stopped anyway. So we got stopped and the, the State Trooper didn't go on the driver's side. He went on my side, which was the passenger side at the time. So... And, and, and I found out he wasn't supposed to do that. So he asked for my ID. Now, why would he ask for my ID? And I was a passenger. But but it happened about, I think about a year, about two years ago. But then I feared for my life. So I basically cooperated with what the state trooper was saying. And it's been an incident in the past in Merle I didn't want to talk about. But my point is, is that... I could have been killed like everybody else. And luckily I didn't. I mean, the state trooper was nice and he let us go. But my point is that I could have been a hashtag. See, when is enough enough, y'all? That so many incidents across this country when black men, black women, and black kids are easily been targeted by police. You know? You got Marcellus Dinette. Been gunned down by Waukegan police in Waukegan, Illinois. You got Walter Wallace Jr., who witnesses said that he had a knife, but he's but he's suffering from you know mental issues, was gunned down by Philly police. But but they didn't do that to a white suspect, but only did it do it to him. You got Karan Hilton in DC, was chased in a moped, you know, on a sidewalk. DC police chased him down in an alley. You try to go, you try to try to run from them, and eat and got hit by another vehicle, and he died at the hospital. And there's been unrest in both Philly and DC in those cases. 
And now Kevin Peterson Jr., 21, in Vancouver, Washington, was gunned down by the hands of police there. And there's been unrest there. And then in, in, we've been hearing that there's been right-wing armed militias trying to intimidate protesters there. You know, it, this just goes to show you, y'all, that we're we're on high alert. We're on a state. We're in a state of emergency right now, and people just don't care. They don't care. And a lot of people asking. It's like incident after incident after incident. And people are still ignoring the fact that we're in a state of emergency. We're at war. We really, we call it that we're at war. We're in a state of emergency. We're on high alert. Obviously, you see um, situations that, you know, things aren't changing. These are really changing. Now, you know, you know your, 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 president, your president, Donald Trump, who says, well, we have, you know, we have police reform, we have, um, but where is it? Well, I mean, how are you going to hold these police officers and these law enforcement officers accountable for what they do? And situations after situations, they placed on administrative leave. In other words, they got a free vacation until the investigation is complete. You got, and you, you know what, we've just been through a lot Basically, we've been through a whole lot with, uh, with the Ahmed Aubrey, with Breonna Taylor, with the George Floyd, and then now these new cases. It seems to me that nothing's going to change when it comes to dealing with police officers that killing unarmed black men and black women and black kids in this country. Nothing's changing, and you hear stories after stories after stories. And I'm just to the point now that I'm just storied out on this on, on, on all these stories. And there's incidents that we don't even know about. That's not even remote to the mainstream media, not even report to the mainstream media. Right? So it's it's sad, y'all, that we're going through this. It's literally sad that we as black people have to Look behind our shoulders every day, see if the, if the cop gonna stop us over. I remember one time here in New Mexico, I was walking towards the work, and there's a, um, a, I'm just gonna tell you what happened. An Albuquerque police officer, you know, stop hit, stop his patrol car, and I don't know why. I thought he was stopping because of me, but luckily it was, and I was just walk, I was walking away like nothing's happening, but. It, but this is the fear that black people have to been going through because you don't know where the race soldiers are. You don't know who, who's, who police officers nice and, and, and not. And I'm getting sick and tired of people saying, well, there's only one bad apple over police force. I'm tired of that. And I'm not saying that there's no good cops out there. My, my cousin was a retired Michigan State trooper. He's now... Um, do, is a private investigator in, in in his home in Arizona now, and he himself was couldn't understand why these things are happening. You know, it's sad, y'all, that we living in a society now that police officers can gun us down and walk away from it, and that's what's going on. There's no shoot first and ask questions later anymore. They just shoot at us, bam. And you see a lot of racial racial discrimination, racial tensions going on now more than ever. And people just sit back and just 
You know, this this is a new norm, right? And a lot of people who's on, we're already doing with COVID. We're already doing everything else with COVID. And, but my point is, y'all, we're under attack. Um, We have been, I'm telling you, a lot of incidents happen across this country that it's just, it's just, it's just tiresome now. It was just sick and tired. And, you know, people, that's just why people want to defund the police. And it's like they killing us for, for, for our taxpayers' money. They get paid for our taxpayer money killing us. And why is that? Why? It, it, you see in time and time and time and time again, y'all, that they keep killing us. They keep killing us. And, and you know, they, they, they try to, this is election year and, you know, they're always focusing on, you know, all, and, and I'm not saying that this is not a nut, this is not an issue, but they always focus on immigrants in this country, how, you know, they want to protect their rights and their freedoms. Um, this is the Democrat. This is the Democrats that's just focused on it. They don't focus on ADOS, but they focus on them. That's who they focus on. The reality is, y'all, that we are now been targeted more than ever. We we've basically been out, I mean, been gunned down within the last few days, and elections is on Tuesday, which is, you know, November. Um, I'm trying to check. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm just going through. Yeah, November 3rd is our election. And so far, within the last few days, we lost four people through police-involved violence. Four. Three of them through police-involved shootings. One of them was hit within another vehicle trying to run from police. So you're dealing with four people that lost their lives in the hands of the police. Four, four people. And when is people going to, I mean, Black Lives Matter have been protesting every day and racism still going on and nothing's been done. And there's been an incident at Walmart, y'all, and I'm, I'm going to talk about that now. I haven't did a video on it on my YouTube channel, but I'm going to talk about this now. And I heard this and shouts out from the Young Turks with this one because I heard their podcast last night. They said this Walmart is now shutting down people that selling, I think they have weapons um, at their stores, they're shutting down, they're, they're shutting down um, selling guns and selling weapons now, and it's not because of the, of, of the right-wing armed militias protesting. It's not about that. You want to know why they say they want to shut this down? They shut it down because they fear that black protesters are going to buy it. Wait, what? You fear that black protesters are going to buy guns at Walmart? Oh, but yet you get all the white people that has the right to bear arms, Second Amendment rights, they buy all the guns they want to. But when it comes to black people in this country, we can't even get a gun. We can't even get a pistol. Are you serious? And that's what's going on at Walmart right now. Walmart is stopped selling weapons. They're still selling weapons, but not on not not on store not on, in stores, right? So they, they, they stay is doing this because they fear that when if there's a riot or there's looting, that black people might loot loot in Walmart and try to st- steal guns and stuff like that, steal guns and steal bullets and everything. That's why they decided to stop doing that. But how the stereotype? This is why I'm saying that these people are so stereotypical of 
Black people, they're scared of what, what we're going to do, but not scared of what the white people want to do. And they've been doing more violence than we do. But then you think about it, and you say, well, what about the black-on-black crime? I say, here we go that, here we go, here we go that narrative again with that, with that black-on-black crime again. But then, but then not one time they talk about white-on-white crime, but just as deadly, just as violent. So you got white people more violent than you see black people now. And the criminal justice system in this country, and and I'm saying this time and time and time again, the criminal justice system is not for us. It's never, never, ever for us. It's for whites, sometimes Asians, but not for, for ADOS, not for blacks. See, we're living in a time now after the George Floyd, the whole world saw what's going on because of COVID. The whole world saw. saw but this, uh, again, this ain't the first. It's definitely not the last. Because look, all the names I just named to y'all. Marcellus Dinette, Walter Wallace Jr., Karan Hilton, and now Kevin Peterson Jr. They've been killed by police within the last few days. Not weeks, not months, not years, but the last few days. I mean, when does this have to stop? When does this definitely have to stop? All four, all four guys that I just named has children, their fathers, and all four of them have our fathers, y'all. All four of them have our fathers. They have families. And you and these police officers took them away from their families. And the kids, all the kids that the, all four men that was murdered by police will never see their fathers ever again. It's facts, y'all. They will never see their fathers ever again. They're going to grow up without their father in their life. All four of them are, are, were fathers. And they're never going to see them again. So, with the Black Lives Matter movement... Well, all this stuff is going on, y'all. We have to think for ourselves that, you know, people talking about we, we need to defund the police. And then and then we need to start doing our own neighborhoods, our own watch patrols. But you know something, y'all? Maybe that's not a bad idea because at least with that or or let, let's do what we do back in the days. Let's have um, our own police force like. Um, black on black cops patrolling our own neighborhoods that's from the neighborhood. You got police officers that not even from the neighborhood patrolling our, our neighborhoods. And that's facts. They don't know nothing about the neighborhood. They just got to go there and patrol it. We need, again, the solution is is we need to find black police officers that from that same neighborhood to patrol it. Not people from a different neighborhood patrolling because it would be issues. It would be problems. So we need to stop doing that, y'all. So, I, w- I mean, I hate to do uh, my thoughts and prayers because I'm, I'm just getting sick and tired of this. But my thoughts and prayers goes to the Stinnett, Wallace, Hilton, and Peterson families today. Because, you know, all these incidents... When black people have been gunned down by the hands of the police, it's crazy. 
and they still talking about the Breonna Taylor situation now. I think with that situation, y'all, um, the po- police sergeant John Maddenly, get this, is filing a lawsuit against uh, Kenneth Walker, Breonna's boyfriend, for shooting him. But the last time I checked, that according to um, um, according to ballistic, um, the that does ballistics, that um, the bullet that hit Sergeant John Madeline was inconclusive. In other words, he didn't really shoot John Madeline. But I believe, but we're proving that it was Sergeant Brett Hankerson accidentally shoot John Madeline, his own partner. But I digress. So again, y'all, my thoughts and prayers goes to the family. It's sad of what happened to all of them. But it shows you that unless we do something about this, unless we, about this police-involved shootings, all of this will continue to happen. And guess what? The tax, we the taxpayers is gonna, still going to pay police for killing us. And especially if we didn't do anything wrong. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to my podcast. Be sure to listen to it right here on Anchor, Spotify, Apple iTunes, Google Play, and other podcast devices that I will talk to you in my next podcast. This is Lions Den, and I'm gone. Deuces.